Joe. The fuck do you want? I want to do a podcast. Sound like that. What's this? A sore or scream? I want to play a game. Because I, I have no friends. Well, I mean, both of those things are true. Do, I, do you remember? Do you remember we used to do a podcast? I remember four score and old men. What was it called? What the fuck is that on your mum's tits with Rich and Joe? Wow, filth, absolute <laughs> filth. That's a better name for it, absolute filth. I reckon. <laughs> actually, that's true. <laughs> I reckon the listeners have missed your filthy fucking mouth. I'm a little bit sick, so the 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 filter. Not working so good. Well, you know, I told you not to go down on all those animals. <laughs> well, it worked so well for you, I thought I had to try it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been so ill for fucking months, bruv. I know why they call it a beaver now, Jesus. <laughs> Are you ready for the first mystery of 2024, Joe? Yeah, buddy, hit me with a mystery. It's going to be a good one, I hope. Mm. Mystery me, bitch. Okay, right, right, hold on. I just want to start from the right bit. So, hold on. You okay. just, you, just, just give me a second. Right, sorry. I'm impatient. Those animals. Yeah, who got me a, They got me a hankering for a spankery. All right, let's, let's go for this. Let's go for this. So. I'm ready. Just before closing time at the Tegan... Closing time. At the Tegan Bank in the suburbs of Tokyo... On January the 26th, 1940... Yeah, sorry. Japanese Bank, Tokyo. In which year? Uh, 1948. Ooh. A nondescript and middle-aged man walked in through the front entrance. He was later identified... You're trying to say all these Japanese dudes look the same. Ah. He was later identified as artist Sadamichi Hiroshiwa. But claimed to be Dr. Jiro Yamaguchi and had a business card to prove it. This was three years after Hiroshima. Oh, look at you with some history. (laughs) You think I know? I'm sitting on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) He left less. (laughs) I should have said nothing. I just kept wowing you with dates. You should have, yeah. (sighs) He left less than an hour later, but what happened between his arrival and departure was to shock the whole Japanese nation and reverberate through the Japanese courts for decades to come, Joe. He transformed into Godzilla. Oh, man. There's a new Godzilla movie called Godzilla Zero. Um, and it's 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 a new Japanese Godzilla, and it looks okay. amazing. It's actually... Just keep making this movie. IMDb actually gives it a really high rating. It's meant to be really good. And they just did Godzilla in Monarch, which is quite a cool TV show. Just on a tangent really quickly... Where it has Kurt Russell in it, right? I love Kurt uh, Russell. Uh, and his son in it. And I didn't know he had a son. I knew he had Kate Hudson. But I didn't know he had a son. He has a son. Uh, anyway, continuing on. The man identifying himself as Dr. Yamaguchi. Uh, I said that wrong. Yamaguchi. Arrived uh, wearing an armband bearing the label Metropolitan Office. City Hall of Tokyo. Okay. He was carrying a medical bag over his shoulder. He explained that dysentery... Joe, what's dysentery? Uh, the, twin, the 1900? No. You always have to say it one time before, isn't it? He or one after. It's the 20th century. Hold on. Let me say that word again, because I, I read bad and you, you hear bad. Uh, dysentery. I know dysentery. Go on. 
Oh, it's like you shit a lot. <laughs> no? No. No, bro. No. Listen to Gary. Give me a second attempt. He's good. All right, dysentery He's is infection information of the intestines, which causes diarrhea that maintains on blood or mucus. I want million miles off. You're gonna lose your listeners. <laughs> he, huh? he explained that dysentery had broken out in the area and that he had uh, been sent to vaccinate <coughs> the bank's staff. Oh, because they're off sick apparently. In his story, Tokyo, just like you, Joe. Tokyo, having been very heavily bombed during the later stages of World War II, meant that dysentery and other diseases could still pose serious public health problems. And the Japanese, being a people uh, usually differential to and respectful of authority Mm. figures, the bank staff both believed and obeyed him. None of them suspected even slightly that Dr. Yamaguchi wasn't who he claimed to be. Ooh. Where do you think we're going with this, Joe? It was easy to rob a fucker back in the day, wasn't it? You just had to use words. Pretty much. They on their uh, vulnerabilities from being bombed so much. <laughs> if I can just find someone being bombed, I'll go to Iraq. <laughs> They'll let me in the bank. Because we've desecrated those poor people. What do you think's going on? <laughs> what do you think's happening, Joe? Uh, so he's trying to get rid of everyone so he can do some hijinks. What I'm guessing of... he's going to rob the bank. Okay, we're going for a bank robber, yeah? That's what I'm going for, yeah. Okay, and he, and he, how's he getting rid of people, Joe? What's he doing? Oh, he's telling them they're going to got dysentery and they've got to leave, innit? Okay, all right, I'm going to continue. But then that doesn't make any sense. You're going to run the bank by yourself? You don't know shit. Dr. Yamaguchi, you haven't thought this out. Maybe Joe hasn't thought this out. Yeah, y- Yamaguchi oh, has God. definitely thought this out. Okay. Yamaguchi explained that the vaccine would be in the form of two doses of liquid to be Mm. swallowed one after the other. Please tell me something that makes you like go to sleep or something. He (laughs) he administrated the doses to to fifteen staff members and a child of one of the employees. Oh fucking hell! Within minutes, everyone was sleeping. All sixteen collapsed on the floor of the bank. Out dysentery of, just their bowels empty <laughs> out of the 16 people administrated high doses of what prosecutors claimed was potassium cyanide oh shit was he killing them only four survived shit 10 including the child died at the scene and another two died later <coughs> in hospital fucking hell yeah so he's not just robbing he's killing, he's killing everyone yeah, yeah man Yamaguchi then scooped up only 160,000 yen, which was worth $1,392 or £754, or 1,000 oh euros. That's not much. Leaving another... is, it, is it bad that I feel like he's, uh, he should have taken more, and because he didn't take more... He's wasted these people's lives. Like, I would have been happy yeah. if he took more. Why am I thinking that? No, no. But like, it, he killed people. No it, matter what, he's killing people. It's not much money for people's lives at all. Um, yeah. Leaving another 180,000 yen untouched in the bank teller's drawers. <laughs> he left as quietly and discreetly as he arrived, leaving behind him a scene of utter carnage. So he basically... It seems like he just wanted to kill people and a little bit of cash was like a bonus. So what do you think... What, what's next, Joe? What's got to happen next? Someone's got to show up at the bank and be like, what the fuck? Yep. And then try and piece it all together. And I have no idea where we're going to go with it. Okay. 
It wasn't until August... There's a mystery! There's a mystery, and not a paranormal one for once. It wasn't until August the 21st that a suspect was brought in for interrogation. So this happened in January. Yeah. So we didn't get a suspect until August. A pa- ah. A painter named Sadamichi Hiroshiwa fell under suspicion owing to the common Japanese habit of people swapping their business cards. The poisoner had caused two other much smaller incidents since the mass killing at the Tegum Bank in January using the names Dr. Jairo Yamaguchi and Shirigu Matsui. Dr. Jairo Yamaguchi was swiftly proven to be an entirely fake identity. He never existed. Shiguru Matsui, on the other hand, was very much alive. When questioned, (laughs) he told police he had swapped 593 business cards, including one with Hiroshira. Hiroshira has since been identified by two surviving witnesses from the bank. Uh, uh. This is interesting. Yes. Are we gonna? It get... should be a goddamn movie, by the way. Yeah, it should be. On yeah, being I'd ar- watch that shit. On being I know, ar- I, I'm gonna know the ending, but I still watch that shit. On being arrested, Hiroshira's home was quickly searched, and he was found to be in possession of a large amount of cash that he refused to account for. <laughs> it has been suggested that this money came not from the proceeds of mass murder, but from the highly secretive and equally illegal market in pornographic artwork that Hiroshima had been accused of producing. Hey, I guess if uh, you're guilty of like murdering a bunch of people, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, born, I did that, I did that shit. Yeah, I stuck my dick in it. It was me. That was me. He was, you don't up to that straight away. He, he was swiftly brought in for questioning and spent the next three weeks being questioned all day, every day. He also... Alleged that the confession he gave and quickly retracted was extracted unwittingly and under, bet, yeah. under torture. I bet. The Japanese have been known to be firm authoritarian people. At his trial, Hiroshima's lawyers offered a defence of partial insanity based on the fact that Hiroshima admitted to suffering from Koroskov's psychosis. And the fact that he only took like 1,300 quid. Have you heard of Have you ever heard of Korakov's psychosis, Joe? Tell me more. Oh, will. Korakov's psychosis is, is, cough a lot. is most commonly associated with chronic alcoholism and can mm-hmm. severely affect a sufferer's memory and also make them prone to frequent bouts of dishonesty. Fuck right <laughs> off. Who's fucking coined this? <laughs> Someone this is just the symptoms of being drunk. <laughs> just being a filthy fucking alcoholic. Degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand my client has a disease <laughs> he loves tequila a plea that cut no ice whatsoever it wasn't him who killed these people it was the tequila the court ain't having it Joe they're smart Budweiser in jail they're like you Hiroshima was quickly found guilty as charged the court taking his confession in accordance with Japanese law at the time as being a solid piece of evidence in the spite of Hiroshima's swift retraction <laughs> They should have fucking put the lawyer in jail for insanity for trying that one. <laughs> Until 1949, a confession was always considered solid evidence in a Japanese court, irrespective mm. of how it was obtained, Joe. Uh, Even if you were tortured. Yeah. Russia was allegations of having been tortured cut no ice either. He was then sentenced <laughs> yeah. to death. It's like, bro, you killed 12 people, no one cares. 
He was sentenced to death by hanging for the murders of the staff at the Tagen Bank. The death sentence. I hope when they hanged him, they like made it rain with the thirteen hundred all over him as they were like <laughs> hanging him. The death sentence was upheld in nineteen fifty-five. Hiroshima's case having taken that long to come up for appeal. Successive groups of Japanese lawyers filed no less than 18 appeals over the next 32 years, which was how long Hiroshima waited on death row. Fucking hell, I thought he'd be hanged by now, is. Hiroshima, as scapegoat to protect Japan's clandestine unit, 731 of the Japanese Imperial Army. Uh, say that a bit again. I won't say that bit again. I, w- I, w- I, want, you to, I want you to listen closely. Mm. There remains a great many doubts over whether or not Hiroshima was really a mass murderer, Joe. Mm. For starters, there was no conclusive evidence to link him directly to the crime. Other than someone said, I got a business card. But then the guys in the bank who didn't die said, like, yeah, I remember this prick. Out of the 40 or so employees at the bank who witnessed the poison arriving and administrating his fake medicine... Only two could positively identify Hiroshima as the killer, despite there having been at work in the bank when Hiroshima was accused of mass murder. In fact, his guilt was considered so doubtful that during his 32 years on death row, no less than 33 successive ministers of justice refused to sign his death warrant. Without a death warrant, there cannot be an execution under Japanese law. A couple of hundred other condemned inmates were hung, hung, hanged. Because they couldn't get him. We can't get you, we're going to hang out 100 other guys. But Hiroshima was, for some reason, always overlooked. Does this sound a bit suspicious, Joe? Yeah. Who's, who's he related to? I don't know. It's getting a bit fishy. Yeah, man. Even, he worked for the army, maybe. He wanted to test that shit out. Even the hardline minister of justice, Isaji Tanaka, who became notorious on November the 13th, 1967, when he signed no less than 23 death warrants in one day. Fucking hell. <laughs> openly... Mm, dead, dead. <laughs> oh, definitely dead. <laughs> he openly refused to You sign. can live. Really? No, dead. <laughs> He openly refused to sign Hiroshima's, stating resultantly that he doubted Hiroshima was guilty. Interesting. Hmm. The doubts regarding Hiroshima's guilt are many and a mixture of the obvious and the concealed. To, mm. s- to start with, why murder 12 people and, inca- mm. and incapacitate four others for mm. what amounted to be petty theft? Yeah. Petty thieves do not usually resort to mass murder. <laughs> no, they just take the shit. Steal a small amount of money and then leave more than they actually stole just lying around. Yeah, the fuck? It is weird that he robbed a bank and left more money than what So he the stole. test was the medicine. It wasn't the money, but he had to make it look like a bank robbery. Otherwise, they'd be too interested in what else was going on. So someone, so maybe the government or the army was... Testing some sort of new chemical to, you know, to kill the Allies. Interesting. Um, and they said, go test it out on, you know, on our soil. Uh, but, but rob the place, otherwise they're going to be too interested in what you're injecting to these people. So maybe it's a bit of a misdirection. Okay. Secondly, any confession obtained under torture is notoriously unreliable. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you hurt a suspect often and badly enough whilst demanding a confession, then eventually most people will not only confess, they will not like to things that's not even done yet. <laughs> confess to whatever you want them to. So I'll confess to anything you want me to do. Just stop putting your dick in my eye. <laughs> yep. Um, Hiroshima is believed by some to have been used as a full guy, Joe. Mm. A pawn sacrificed mm. to protect members of notoriously evil special unit of the former Imperial Japanese Army. Oh, the Imperial Army. That unit, Joe, was known as Unit 731. <laughs> and specialised in the development of Japan's weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, Joe, it no, was, it's making sense. You might have nailed this. Fucking hell, I'm sickly smart. Yeah, specifically chemical and biological chemical weapons. Chemical warfare? Yeah, <laughs> It's known as the Asian Auschwitz. <laughs> Fucking hell. The Asian Auschwitz, Jesus. Unit 731. They called up Hitler and said, yeah, send your spare Jews over here. Is that what it did, yeah? No, mate, it's, it, it's fucked up. Unit 731 is said to have caused the death of at least 250,000 Chinese. Jesus. And it is alleged that large numbers of British, American and Australian... Uh, Australians were also used for what the Imperial Japanese Army politely guinea referred pigs, to right? as lethal weapon experimentation. Yeah, guinea pigs. The death rate was markedly lower than the Nazi equivalent, but experiments mm. conducted were just as abhorrent. Mm. Many members of the Unit 731 were later picked up by the Allies, especially the Americans. The absolute filth, those Imperial guys... <coughs> And rather than being shipped back for trial and punishment, they <laughs> were offered us. an opportunity to do weapons research for the American military. Yeah, and they said help us instead. At the WMD facility at Fort Detrick in Maryland instead of the Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, that makes sense. By some, that tracks. I mean, this again, this would make a good movie. It is believed yeah, by some students of the case that a member of Unit two, for, for what, 731... <coughs> Whether acting as a rogue agent or acting in a clandestine field test may well have been the real poisoner. The evidence for this is that, during the war, it was standard practice for Unit 731 to administer doses of poisons and or biotoxins to prisoners under the guise of vaccinations. Mm, That's their MO. The prisoners were then monitored and the effects of the poison or biotoxins studied. Is that what COVID, is that what the COVID jab is, right? That's what loads of crazy people it's think the COVID jab is, right? Yeah, so when we've got the vaccine, we're all going to drop down and they're going to steal 300 quid. Yeah, they think we're all being tested on something. <laughs> Just go, go through our pockets. The whole fucking world is testing, like government is testing it on the whole world. Um, no. The Tegan Bank poisoner did this. Do you know how difficult it is to organise like a night out with three friends? let alone organise a worldwide fucking conspiracy theory. No, it's, it's impossible. Very true. The small amount of money actually stolen and the larger amount left behind could lead to speculation... Was used for drinks that night of the army. Woo! That the supposed robbery was not a robbery as much as a field test. Joe, you're yes. on it. Misdirection. Also, familiar to victims of Unit 731 would have been the fact that the victims of Tegan Bank massacre were given their poison in two doses. The pre the precise toxin used is also open to question. At Hiroshima's trial, the prosecution alleged that he had used potassium cyanide to slaughter his victims. 
Unfortunately for the prosecution, the symptoms displayed by the victims and survivors resemble much more the effects of hydrogen cyanide. Now, some may think that the type of cyanide employed makes no difference, but it does. Unit 731 had long been developing a new and highly lethal toxin named acetone cyanohydrin. Its effects are highly similar to those of hydrogen cyanide poisoning, as the element of acetone cyanohydrin most easily absorbed into the body is hydrogen cyanide. There is They're just liquid cyanide. There is absolutely no way that a civilian like Hiroshima could have obtained acetone cyanohydrin, mm. but members or former members of Unit Seven Three One would have access. Mm. Did the wrong man get executed, Joe? I mean, if he did, he get executed. Uh, I think so. Oh, so if he wasn't part of these Seven Three One Imperial people, then yeah. You think it's the wrong man? If he's not in part of this Imperial Army 731, Unit 731, you know, the Japanese Auschwitz, if he's not part of those people, then yes, because they absolutely did it. Furthermore, the administration of the poison in two separate doses was a well-known hallmark of Unit 731. It would also require great skill uh, and no small amount of uh, experience to successfully administer the poison in a manner that hasn't immediately fatal for if the first victim began dying before the other victims they would see, yeah. had been successfully poisoned. That's very true. The alarm mm-hmm. would certainly have been raised and perhaps the poisoner yeah. could have been apprehended. Yeah. Sadimichi Harashua was a painter, not a chemist or chemical welfare, warfare expert. And a porn star. There is absolutely no evidence whatever that he I knew his name. He was, I anything about poison. He just knew about porn and Some art. guys used the paintbrush, some guys used their dick. That's it. Are sure? He was a different kind of artist. Just porn and art. <coughs> there is also the fact that 33 successive ministers of justice felt... Sorry, I just had like... Imagine like when we were in school, Joe. When we were in art lessons, right? Every, uh. Imagine if every time in art, no matter what they told us to draw, we just drew a dick. Like just every time they're like... I mean, they're not far <laughs> off from reality. I just wasn't told to do it. I just did it. And then, like, the teacher's like, no, 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 this pottery, I want you to draw this pottery. Okay. It's just a big, <laughs> veiny, detailed, I'm sure lots of people have done it's this. like a proper detailed dick, like, you've definitely seen. <laughs> oh, shit. Where's, where's the safeguarding form? Come on. All right. There is also the fact that 33 successive ministers of justice failed to authorise Hiroshima's execution. Not even mm. Azaiji Tanaka felt able to order that Hiroshima be hung. Not only is it very strange that so many ministers, even hardline ones, felt unable to order his death, but many other Japanese convicts were executed while Hiroshima was in the death house for 32 years. Mm. This also neatly torpedoes one old theory for his continued survival, which was that the Japanese custom is that signing a death warrant means bad luck, and thus, no minister of justice wanted to be unlucky. That doesn't make sense, because they signed it off all the other people. One dude did, like, 23 in a day. Yeah. Also, Hiroshima may have confessed, but he was swift to retract the confession he made on the grounds of alleged torture. Not only that, he had 32 years on death row to either give up the lie or accidentally expose himself as a fraud. He did neither. While Instead, he spent the time filming the guys fuck each other. And painted it. Medical tests to examine Hiroshima's brain tissue 
confirm a level of deterioration that was not down to old age and far more likely to be a severe case of encephalomyelitis. This would tally well with the defence pleading partial insanity. Encephalitis. Sounds like he's got some kind of brain disease. I think I know encephalitis. Urushara was officially the longest serving condemned inmate in the world, Joe. He spent much of his time... What do you think doing, Joe? Painting. On painting and writing his autobiography, Joe. You can buy his autobiography (laughs) entitled... My How will. I was wrongly accused. Honestly, Joe, it's entitled My Will, the Taikuku Bank Case. So, yeah, it literally oh, is shit. him writing a book about how he didn't do it. Well, that's terrible. It's like, the, it's like the opposite of OJ, but he actually didn't do it. Mm-hmm. In 1981, a lawyer named Makoto Endo took over leadership mm. of Horoshua's legal he, team. He sounds magical. Is he going to be saved, Joe? Is he going to be dead? I hope so. It'd be a nice, happy story ending. He appealed against the sentence in 1985 on the grounds that Japan's statute of limitations... I was wondering about that, that? because we've covered this in the past podcast. ...must be executed within 30 years of sentencing, had run out, Uh, and demanded Hiroshima's release on that basis. Nice. Unfortunately, Joe, he was overruled. The Japanese courts rendered an opinion that Hiroshima's death penalty would have only begun when his death warrant was signed. Uh, as it's his, never been signed. Yeah, as his death warrant was never actually signed, his capital punishment had not, in the opinion of the Japanese courts, uh, even they say, his yet. sentence has not started. But we're going to hold him here for thirty something years. That's it. That's fucked up. As the nineteen eighties dragged on, Sa- Sadimichi Hiroshima's health began to deteriorate, and he became steadily weaker. He finally died of pneumonia. Still, a condemned mass murderer under the sentence of death on May the 10th, 1987. They said they didn't get to hang him. And I take back what I said about making it rain on his his, his dying body, because it wasn't his. I mean, that's a horror... I mean, I feel... That is a horror story. Right? That's a horror story. I think that shit still happens. That poor guy. Yeah, I I think people still get wrongly accused, because the authorities are like, look, we need a win. This guy's guilty enough. Let's just wrap it up. And someone's life is completely ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Well, that that's a really cheery way to start our uh, <laughs> 2024 <laughs> mysteries. But you Welcome know what? back to Absolute <laughs> Phil for Rich and Joe. <laughs> but one thing I will say, though, is, Joe, you cracked that case. Fucking hell, it's got to be the first time in the however long we've been doing this podcast. You fucking cracked it. We got an answer, roughly, kind of, and you've kind of cracked it. Yeah, but no, one, no one officially has said that. Yeah, but I think we can all agree. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. Oh, I like this mystery, man. Yeah, I thought I'd try saying, uh, like, yeah, I wanted a, like a bank heist one. You ever seen the movie Inside Man? No, I don't think I have. Denzel Washington and Clive Owen. I really love that movie. I've watched it a ton of times. It's a bank heist movie. And there's one point in it where Clive Owen, who's the bank heist guy, he turns to the camera and he says, listen to me carefully because I will not repeat myself. And then when I asked you to repeat something else, you said, no, I won't repeat myself. Listen carefully. I was like, is he doing a Clive Owen on me? <laughs> um, right, <coughs> Joe. Yeah. Next week is going to be... Pirates. Aliens. 
aliens. Are you serious? Yes, we got to bring those aliens back, man. Awesome. I'm looking forward to next week, then. I want to believe. Like, Fox Mulder, I want to believe, brother. Um, (laughs) But you've got two different alien cases to choose from. Oh! You get the choice, Joe. You can choose now, and then the listeners next week will get to hear this case. Okay, I'm listening. Joe, would you like to do the Kelly Hopskinville alien encounter? The who? The Kelly Hopkinsville alien encounter. Kelly Clarksonville alien encounter. Or the Calvin incident. Mm. Mm. One has alien encounter in and one has incident in. Which one sounds more of a mystery for Joe? Let's go for the Hopkins Guild or the Calvin incident. What was the first one called? The Hopsville. Hopskinville Alien, Alien Encounter. Count. <coughs> and this one's called the Calvin incident. Yeah. I don't know why I'm drawn to. I'm drawn to the Calvin incident. Then let's do the Calvin incident. Let's fucking let's do, do it. that. All right. Alright. Joe, how do we end this podcast? Is there any way to for people to tweet any awesome mysteries they want us to do? Yeah, if you pricks get off your lazy asses and get your thumbs in gear, you can tweet us at WTF Mysteries. But until then, whack your dick off, stroke your pussy off for mysteries. <laughs> Tweets out bitches. <laughs>